Oh, oh, oh god. Oh god. Oh, what a relief. It's just a doll, Helena. Oh, just about scared the life out of me. But it's just shadows and reflections. We, we let our imaginations run away from us. See, when I point my flashlight at the shadows, you can see there's nothing weird there. See, Helena, are you listening? What are you staring at? She sees me, Charles. She's looking right at me. Who is? There's no one there, Helena. It's just shadows, tricks of the light. Here, I'll show you. Charles, stop moving your torch around. No! What? What? What's going on? There was a girl, Charles, and she saw me. She was wearing purple scarves like a fortune teller. I think these are her tarot cards. And she looked so young, Charles, and so very, very scared. And she saw me. And when you shined your flashlight on her, she disappeared just like that. What do you think she was scared of? I don't know. Maybe whatever happened to this place? I think these shadows want our help. They've been leading us along this whole time, giving us clues. The boot, the book, the little girl's cards. It's all tied together to this ritual. And I think it's the key to saving these poor spirits. They need our help. You're saying these entities have agency? Helena, I don't discredit we've seen some strange things, but at most it's just energy. Parapsychology has concluded, at best, that what we've been seeing is just echoes. Residual traces of electricity still clinging on to the sites of strong emotion. They can't do anything on their own. They are just memories. They're not just memories. How can you be so dense? That little girl saw me, Charles. Echoes aren't afraid. Figments don't cry. Boots don't move on their own. If you would just stop being Mr. Skeptical Science Man for five minutes, you could feel how truly numinous this all is. This isn't about feeling, Helena. It's about logic and reason and experimentation. It's about discerning fact from fantasy. And the boot could be remote controlled. The point of the podcast is to empirically prove that... Oh, hang your stupid podcast. (gasps) Oh, Oh, Charles, I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. It's not a stupid podcast. It's a lovely, lovely podcast. And I know it's going to be very, very popular someday with a 25 to 37-year-old neo-pagan wine mum demographic. It's an underserved niche audience. I know. You're right, though. Something is happening. More than just electromagnetic blips. Do you really think the ritual is the key to something? I do. And you don't really think the podcast is stupid? I don't. All right. I'll follow your lead then. I'll put my scepticism on the shelf for now and see where our feelings take us. Thank you. Remote control boots? Edit that out, Albert. The room is dark, except for the beams of light from the two dark figures silhouetted in the doorway. As these beams of light trace over the contours of the room, the things they touch seem to dull and wither and gain an air of banality. And those of you who were awake for it watched as Madame Bratvasky 
dissolved into a thousand pieces when she was hit with one of these beams, just into dust. Like she was never there at all. <gasps> the dull ones are coming into the room, but you get the impression that they can't really see anything that their light doesn't touch. So they are hesitant. They are moving slowly. And you may be able to evade or hide. Now that you're all awake again, your nap cards have worn off, what does everyone want to do? I'm feeling brave and curious. Ooh, a dangerous combination. I think I want to hide. Not brave or curious. Prudent, but perhaps unwise in the long run? Harkle? Leonard? I think Leonard's going to hide. Mm-hmm. I think Harkle is also going to do his best to hide. He's going to try to find some place. Interesting. He's going to use his guile, I hope. But he's going to push a Bob emation. The Bob emation. Mm-hmm. You know, Bob, the, the baloney monster. Out in the middle, like, as a, as a blockade. You know, between me and the... What I'm running. Yeah. yeah. You, were, you were putting Bob in the open there, huh? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, th- throwing him under the proverbial... Not a bus. Yeah. It's not a bus. Oscar Meyer Wiener Mobile. Oscar Meyer Wiener Mobile. That's exactly what I was saying. Proverbial Wiener Mobile. Which apparently you can drive if you pass the internship exam. I looked into that. I know all about it. Yeah, I bet you that doesn't surprise me at all. I think I might have applied after college to drive the Wiener Mobile. All right, so. Jay, how are you? What is your plan to hide? Are you just looking for something? What are you doing to find yourself a spot? Yeah, just I think looking around and seeing if there's anything to hide behind or if I should like just use my wings and kind of hide in the spot. If you can't see them, they can't see you. Right. Classic logic always works. What's Leonard doing to hide? I think Leonard's looking around and he notices like some like strange things on the shelf, like various ingredients and stuff. So he kind of, he's a frog. So he thinks like of witches and stuff. So he kind of like props up against the other ingredients and just kind (laughs) of tries to stay still. Gotcha. He's going to blend in. Yeah. I'm an, I'm a, yeah. So I want (laughs) a guile roll from Jimmy. And I want a cool roll from Carrie and from Steve, since you're more trying to blend in. And then we'll see what 99 being brave and curious is going to result in. I'm looking at a 9 on Guile. Okay, pretty guileful. 10 for Leonard. Oh, yeah. Jay! What do you say? I got a 4. Not so cool. What does being brave and cur- and and curious look like, Ashley? I really feel that I'm a woman now, and I have I have molted even more, and I'm tired. I'm I, I'm tired of being in the shadows. I'm gonna step right out and be like, "Hey, what what's going on?" That's okay. Okay, you are you are confronting. All right. Yeah, I'm flapping my wings, and I am confronting, and I am done. Now that you're approaching middle age. Yeah. Yeah, now that yeah. I don't have time for this. Yeah. My life cycle is three days. Exactly. Um, and this is yeah. day two and a half, and, and I'm this is not a a sitting around looking for a lamp. 
Tune in next week when Naughty Night has a midlife crisis. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to buy a good car. Why is she riding a motorcycle? She's much too old for that. It's true. That's irresponsible at her. She said it gets good gas mileage. <laughs> it does. No, two weeks from now, I'll be practical. There you go. Leonard and Harkle, you are good hiders. And the Thanks to Bob. Yep. And the slap of, of meat on the floor distracts them, giving you time to kind of skitter behind something. Let's, be, let's be real, Jason. That's, that's meat product. I'm sorry. Yes, you're right. The, the congealed stuff between- Thank you. you yeah. The cocktail yeah, our, our producers yeah. told us we're no longer allowed to call it meat. Some of the powers that be. Truth in uh, it. Yeah, we, we, we got a letter from Big Meat. From Big Meat. <laughs> Cease and desist order. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Right. There's no beef here. This no, no, but not here. Not here. In this production. No. If you were going to eat beef, it would be good for you and not connected to any sort of, of tomfoolery. Bob is meat product. He's, he is somewhat of a meaty state. But he does make a, a satisfying slop, which flicks the flashlights towards him. Jay, you rolled a four. As the flop of meat goes, you're in the process of looking for something to hide behind, and you are out in the open just as the flashlights play across Bob, and you get hit. No! And for a second, it just feels kind of warm and tingly, and then you all see Jay dissolve and disappear (gasps) into dust. Wait. Like she never existed. What the? No! Nighty night, meanwhile, you've come out with your hands on your hips. But I just saw somewhere that. You've, I just saw that happen, so, though. Somewhere you've gotten a glass of rose and you're standing out in the middle of, of the floor and you go, you make the inaudible, what? What? And the flashlight plays across you as they. Yeah! And uh, for a second, you can see them see you. And you're gone. But that's not what I wanted. Harkle and Leonard. (laughs) Jay and 99 have just. And the lights, they're not, they're not focused towards us at all. No, they're away They're Yeah. They're, they're pointing the other direction, but they're frantically screwing back and forth to the other room. Like, like, They've gone from from searching the room just to see what's there to thinking that they've seen something and they're flashing them all around for movement, but their backs are to you. I give a tug to Bob to follow along, and I say to Leonard, There's no need to tarry. Let's move on. Yeah, let's get out of here. Poor next. And you make a run for it? Yes. Yep. You're out the door. With your floppy little wings and your little frog butts and whatever, however else you need to get out the door. And you're halfway down the hall. You're down the hallway about four or five rooms away from Madame Bravatsky's room. Before, Harkle, you realize Bob's not moving along with you. You're just sort of dragging Bob. a sport of no. not meat behind you. Bob. No, Bob. <sighs> It's just lunch meat now. Markle falls to his knees. He, he paid the ultimate price. 
tears streaming down his one eye, out his one eye onto his beaked mouth, his many tongued mouth, and just bawling and <laughs> not Bob. Uncle, I'm going to need you to take four grumps at the demise of Bob. I now have a healthy amount of grumps. Well, that's what you get for sacrificing your abomination. It was worth it. <laughs> yeah, you're I'll not another. I mean, I got seriously disappeared. <laughs> Nobody's dead. I look back at my two tails and huh? Well, you you and Leonard have escaped from the room, but you you can see the play of the flashlights start to make their way out of the room. The, the dull ones seem to be moving on to another space. You don't think that they heard you, but something seems to be leading them in the same direction that you were going. Give me nosy rolls. Six. Six also. You're not sure how, but they seem to be orienting in your direction. Can I go ahead and use my perk and get plus two on my big eyes to make that an eight? Sure. I do believe I could probably do better. Mm-hmm. With an eight, you hear... Ever so slightly, coming from the dull, one of the dull ones has something in his hands, its hands that goes, beep, 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 beep. And as they kind of move in your direction, the, you can hear the beeping go, beep, 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 beep. And they seem to be following where the, whenever the beeping gets louder, that's where, that's where they, they point themselves. They have advanced technology. We must move swiftly. Yeah, you let's know you, get out of here. Do you know where you're going? Do you remember where you're supposed to be going? I, I'm going to guess that Harkle does, but I might not. It was the metaphysics lab? That's right. Ooh. That's where the other boot is. Yes. Das boot. Das chocolate das boot. Chocolate boot. But I will need crafty rolls to see if you guys know gotcha. how to get... We're in Harkle's wheelhouse. Five. Well, you know where you're supposed to go, just not how to get there. I rolled a one, so I have six. You two are just running, dragging the, this pound of meat behind you. I think Harkle is just a little distracted from Yeah, he's not really paying attention. Best friend, you know. His, his best, perhaps <laughs> only friend? Well, yeah, and Leonard's kind of taking the lead, but he doesn't. Know but doesn't know where he's going. going. Yeah, that sounds about right. I, I, I love it's who it's a tough one for you guys because your your friends all disappeared out of nowhere. You watch two of them just bloop, and then Bob is all sported, uh, and, and you don't things. know where you are, and you're lost. And it seems like apparently the end of the world is coming, or or, or what? And there's two implacable forms following behind you that seem to know exactly where you are at all times. It is a well, it's a little bit of a stressful situation. I'll tell you, Jason, it's a doozy. It is a doozy. Capital a doozy. D, capital Uzi. Double O. So I'm going to need you guys to make me some nope rolls because this is getting a little it's, more. It's out of hand. Than you can handle. Things seem to be going wrong. My nopes are at nine and I rolled a ten. Does that mean I lose one? You do lose one, yes. And I freak out a little bit? A little bit, a little bit. Your nope's max goes down one. 
How about my, my nopes is at seven and I rolled an eight. Same. So you lose one too. Okay. So you two take a minute to. Not only are we lost, not you're only freak, you're freaking out just a little bit. Yeah, we're freaking out, man. So Harkle, Harkle's like licking the window and stuff. He's got nine, nine to twelve of his tongues on the window at this point. Just like, do you have the window to- licking perk, or are you just? Knack, or are you just licking windows because that's what he's, you do when you're nervous? He's self soothing. I gotcha. I likes gotcha. the feel on his tongues. It's mm-hmm, cool mm-hmm, to the touch. Mm-hmm. I understand. And then he likes what he leaves behind. Just a sm- nine smears of slime all yeah. over the. So he's like, <laughs> sure, that would make anybody feel better. I know I lick all sorts of things when I'm feeling down. Yeah. And you only have one tongue. <laughs> and I've only got the one. What's Leonard's freak out look like? Throwing his arms over his head and waving them back and forth, going, ah. That's what I was wearing. Ah! <laughs> but maybe once he settles down, maybe he looks around to see if there's any thing around that he can read. I have an ability that I can ask a clue from the sitter. Oh, um, you blues use, horrifying clues. You want to use blues horrifying clues? Okay. Now's the time, my friend. Two cookies, two grumps. Is there any sign around that will lead us to where we need to go? A a mysterious voice echoes from the hallways. When all is lost, what is left? Hello? That's Nothing. Was it horrifying? Nothing. A when all is lost, window. what is left? Nothing. Nothing is left. Nothing. The voice repeats again. When all is lost, what is left? When all is lost. Mm, right. Hmm. Right. What is left. Let, yeah. <laughs> right. Nothing. Maybe right. we can straight? Right. No. Hmm. Nothing. Nothing. You- you are, sta- you are standing on the T intersection. It's a T, so... You can go right or left. I hmm. think we should what probably... What all go. is lost? What is left? Left. What is no, left? Le- oh, left. Oh. We're lost. Let's go left. Yeah, yeah. we're lost. Yeah, yeah let's yeah. go left. Yeah. You feel we're a left. sense of rightness as you go left. Harkle, <laughs> 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 you wipe off your mouth. The two of you are running. You turn to the left, and sure enough, after a moment... You see a sign that says Metaphysics Lab this way, and it points you further down the hallway. You seem to have lost the dull ones for now, and you arrive without further incident to the Metaphysics Lab, which is, well, it's basically a high school lab. You can see through the glass-wired window in the door, probably some sort of explosive-proof glass, that there are tables full of set up with Bunsen burners and beakers and skeletons of various probably former students that are now useful for anatomy studying and a strange man in a purple robe and a funny hat is poking around muttering to himself. You can kind of see him anxiously pulling open drawers right and left. Jay, nighty night. It's black pitch black, and you can't see or feel or hear 
anything but the blackness. You can't feel yourselves. You can't see your hands or tentacles or wings in front of your face. It's like floating in an empty void with only your mind aware that it even exists anymore. Were you listening to Pink Floyd when you wrote this? I'm feeling very Pink Floyd vibes. Are you feeling? Yeah, man. I need you to make me Nope's rolls, first of all, to see if you can handle floating in the void without completely losing what's left of your minds. So I've got four, and my Nope's are eight. Ooh! I've got. I am not doing well in the void. Unsurprisingly, I got a seven. (laughs) And what's your Nope's max at? Five. Five, okay. So, Ash, you're down to two. Oh, no, that's not good. Jay, I think you went nutso? I did. You did. Normally, when you have your body about you and your nopes go bloop, you have a little tantrum and freak out. But you have no body. You have no mouth and you must scream. No, no. But you can't because you don't have a mouth. This is why I could never do one of those sensory deprivation, like, fancy things. No. That's, right, that is hell. Right. Oh, Who does that? It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Because they they actually take your brain out of your head and it's no. just floating in the saline solution. Yeah. No, if I could be it. a brain in a jar, I'll tell Man, you Man, if what. I could be a brain in a jar. That's what I have nightmares about. I'm into anyway. Jay, you're going to take permanent one damage Ooh. to your grumps- Tummy aches and ouch, Max. Oh, so every time they roll, it's one less? Like, is that for the max? Yep. Oh, that's ugly. I want to make it. But a light flickers and a form. You can see it coming like a. At first, it starts like a little glowing ball of light, and then it gets closer and closer. What is that in the distance? It's Madame Bratvasky, and she's carrying a, a candle, and she seems to be sipping a cup of tea. Why is she not freaking out? <laughs> like, mm, me. She's, prob- she's probably been in the void before. Hello? Hello? With the light now, you can see her, and, and she, she's watch- looking at the two of you. And she- oh, you haven't regained your bodies yet, have you? Mm. Because I'm a moth. I feel the intense urge to go towards that light as fast as I can, Mm -hmm. also because I'm freaking out. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I'm flapping away. There's dust everywhere. It's just, (laughs) she's sneezing and coughing and waving at her. Yes. It's like, look, stop, 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 stop. Stop flapping. You're here. You're fine. We will, we will, we will. You, you, you too, birdie, birdie, stop squawking and come, 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 come. Your bodies are still there. You just are not connected to them. Just settle down. And think about what your body looks like. Think about your wings and think about your beaks and your talons and your weird glowing red eyes that give people radiation poisoning. Just think about all of the things that make you you. You have to rebuild yourself here in the void. So how well do you guys know each other? What What do you think about when she tells you to think about yourselves? Think about remembering what it feels like to flap my wings. I think my first thought is about the intense feelings I felt when I was kissing the slime. Oh. Ooh. I don't know what it means. We'll unpack that later. As you both kind of grasp onto these these, pow- these powerful memories of 
moments in your in your short lives, you start to feel tangibleness again. You start to smell the tea wafting off of, of Madame Bradvatsky's mug. You you feel the warmth from the candle. You can flap your wings and you can taste the slime on your tongue, <laughs> I, I guess. I, I, think, uh, I think I'm in love with the slime. What does this mean? I mean, the slime seems... <laughs> the slime to, seemed nice. I need I mean, to be with the slime. Maybe who got a problem with me? Yeah. He? It? I don't know. It's... Or at this point, at this point in my life, maybe like antique shopping. Oh, that'd be nice. <laughs> maybe a nice uh, garage sale. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh. That's all I want. Coupon clipping. It's always coupon clipping. Oh, you know, you know what sounds really nice? Oh, like a... Like just to drive up to Napa Valley for the day and just may just may just maybe a little bit of a tour and <laughs> maybe take a couple bottles home with us, you know. Yeah. Mm. That's just and crazy. Maybe oh. knit in the evenings. Oh this is delightful. <sighs> I I hope all the children listening are enjoying all these I'm, anecdotes of things I'm we can't wait to myself. do. <laughs> you all seem old. We are old. Very, very old. I actually every time I turn around, I actually do like that stuff. Yeah, well, you, you've you've been twenty three going on sixty as long as I've known you. Oh, you bet. <laughs> <laughs> so you start to come back to yourselves, and as you come back to yourselves, you the light seems to get brighter and brighter, and you realize that you are not in a void. You're you're in a round glass room. Is it padded? That's a really important question. Is the room padded? Yes. Probably should be with you two freaking out like that. It is it's glass, a smoky glass all around, like you're in you're you're in a dome, but the floor is like a crushed velvet. And there's a there's a little tiny Shea lounge and a little end table that Madame Bratvatsky has a pot of tea and a couple of cups and she's like, sit sit, sit, sit. I didn't I hadn't planned for company, but you're here, so sit. Did you find us, or did we appear here? Well, you you um you got caught in my um my anti boredom device. Uh, sit. I will explain. Please. You sit down. She pours a cup of tea, and the teacups you you notice are like. Like something you would find in a dollhouse. Like they're very, very tiny. Everything is very, feels very delicate. Feels very tiny. The furniture feels tiny. It all has that look of being manufactured or being, you know, toys, basically. I had a vision of my dissolution by the doll ones. And I had planned for contingencies. I knew they may come and make everything boring. So I saved a little bit of weirdness in the room in case they overcame it and so when it was triggered by the boringness of the dull ones i went to my safe space and you two just happened to come with me good timing there you weren't ripped apart by the shredded banality of the dull ones or turned into a common moth and i guess a slightly tinier bird i don't know what happens to hunter birds when they get boring so is this like in your head? Is this in my head? No, no, this this, this is my is... No, this is in we are still in 
my museum. My in my head. What is ridiculous? No. I don't know. I'm a toddler. Look at the look out look at the window. Tell me what you see. Look at the look at the glass. As you look out, you see her you see the room you were just in. You see the museum. What? But everything looks huge. It's like the size of the museum has grown 500%. Everything is massive now. Wait. She shrunk us. Is your safe place just tiny? But Well, it's tiny and in the crystal ball, yes. Wait, so we're, we are. We're stuck. We're stuck, aren't we? No, you can leave eventually. Eventually? If- mm-hmm. I think. I honestly hadn't thought this far ahead. I'm only seven. How do you usually leave? I never had to come in here before. Oh, so we don't know how to leave. You think that uh, strange beings from beyond the shadows often come in and turn everybody boring? In the, this is not a normal circle. I no, I, I, no, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to get out either. I don't, I don't. I think I don't. I don't want to be tiny. Wait, I don't want, we, down, I think we, are, no, we, we are stuck wait. in the ball. We are stuck no. in the ball. <laughs> I don't want to okay. be in the ball. I feel I feel that as as the elder by a couple hours and a lot has happened to me. I think we all just need to relax and maybe that is how we get out of the ball. If we just if we just relax. This isn't even real tea. I'm just been pretending all the time. Some, throw some dust on her. See if that helps. All right. I flapped my wings like crazy, and now the, the ball is full of dust. helping. Sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't know what no, to do. No, I have allergies, and I'm stuck in the ball. <laughs> Would you like to lay down on the couch? <laughs> she just pops over on the couch, puts her hand on her forehead. Oh. Oh, oh, the vapor scene is too much. Oh, we will never get out of the ball. We're stuck here forever. She has noped herself uh, into no help for now. Oh, no. Finally, it's quiet. <laughs> okay, now we can think of how to get out of here. Leonard and Harkle. Yes. You're looking at a strange man in a purple robe, flipping a flinging things all over the place in the metaphysics lab he seems to be looking for something and he is unable to find it Arkel will imitate him and just start rummaging through things and, you know he pulls his funky smelling dingy lab coat mm-hmm. tries to straighten himself up make himself look like he belongs here just mm-hmm. start doing the same thing so he's like, look at a book room. and just like nope throw it over my shoulder thumb, thumb through another book and Fling it aside. The guy looks at you. He turn, He notices all the noise. And he's, oh, hello. Um, no luck finding it either, huh? Oh, what are we looking for? Wait, wait. Have you not been paying attention? We're looking for the other boot. You think it's in these books over here? I don't know where it is. I'm not even supposed to be in this universe. Um, 
What where are where, where are your other friends? I was they, uh, I, I was disappeared. I, I, oh, we got Frog Boy. Yes, um, Harkle was... cries. He starts just breaks down in tears. <laughs> yeah, we we lost a lot of friends. Oh, there's, there's yeah, they disappeared. There's supposed to be four of you. I I read ahead in the game notes. There's there were five. There were five. Oh, five. Yeah. Oh. Oh. oh, the slime thingy meat man. Oh, yes, I, he secondary character at best. No, there's this is this puts things. In no. there's only you're a secondary character. Well, I technically I'm I'm yes, very much so. I might even be tertiary. I'm not tertiary. Yes, yeah, mm. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm I'm. Uh, I'm the great meta magic uh, sorcerer of some renown, blah 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 blue. You may have heard of me. We need to find the boot, kids. <sighs> Two of you. Two of you may not be enough to do it. We can try. Mm. All right. Tell you what. You two make some random rolls that will hopefully show that you're searching or thinking or something. I'm not quite sure how the rules of this particular version go. And I will. They're pretty much the same. Pretty much the same. All right. I, I wasn't sure this being a... Is this a spinoff or is this like a second? Hey, no, is, never mind. How's, okay, your, it, it, how's it, your crafty? Okay. Yeah. You, you think crafty will work. Um, perhaps a brainy. Um, um, Depends what you're trying to do. Okay. All right. If you're looking for something, what do you use? Nosy in that in that situation? Nosy is good. Yeah, I think what, nosy. Why don't you make me some nosy rolls, and hopefully those will be sufficient to find the boot. Meanwhile, I'm going to. And he pulls out. He pulls out like a little smartphone. And he starts. Dang it! I already used my perk. Oh, good, good. Um, how many times have you used it today? I have used it once. Have you had a break since you've used it? Nope. Hold on a second. Yes, core rule book. Only one perk per break. Sorry. Anyway. Yeah, that's okay. I rolled really good. Good. Uh, why don't you tell the sitter your roll while I continue to do this? What'd you get, Harkle? I got a nine total. A nine's not bad. Uh, Leonard, how'd you do? Yeah, I rolled a nine too. Ooh, two nines. That is going to be sufficient to know that boots usually aren't kept in small drawers or piles of papers. So you immediately stop looking at those areas and can you continue? Is there to any cast furniture around. in here or any? Uh... Oh, furniture! There, there, there is some furniture. There are some, like you said, all there's all of those tables with Bunsen burners and whatnot on top of them. There's all the skeletons of former students. And there are a couple of locked cabinets that probably where they they keep the formaldehyde and the wolf's bane and the... Maybe a boot. Night, and maybe a boot. Alright, you could try to get in there. Metamagic is continuing to go through the game notes to see if he can look ahead a little bit. Metamagic thief, thief the fitter is just gonna put it in the closet. Uh, it says here that the sitter is going to go back to J and ninety. Oh, it looks like they are still alive. Great. Welcome back to Beyond the Shadows. 
A big thanks to our newest patrons, Your Baby Ate My Dingo and Jorgen Dick. Oh, uh, that's not appropriate at all. Um, Jorgen um, Thingy Hammer. Thanks, patrons. Your generosity and dedication to the truth is truly monumental in helping us find the, the truth. As the night continues, we find ourselves moving forward with a new sense of purpose. The restless spirits that haunt this place have led us to a ritual that will grant us, the Seekers, wisdom of foresight. With our newfound wisdom, we hope to free these tragic beings from their eternal torment here among the ruins of St. Gwalgoff's. Are you ready, dear listeners, to take the next step? Even if it leads us to places that science cannot explain, to tread a road that leads to knowledge, or to madness. Where we're going, we don't need roads. Nice. Jay at 99, you are trapped in the ball. I have an idea. Let's hear it. Okay. What if we throw ourselves as hard as we can at the ball and try and push ourselves onto the floor? And maybe if it breaks, we will get out. That's all I got. I, I like the violent approach. I am pretty beefy, but I don't know if we can break it. I don't see the downside in you guys trying to break your way out of a giant glass ball. I don't I don't see how that could possibly okay. go wrong. Okay. Don't listen to me, though. I enjoy seeing things go wrong, so... It's not sketch at all. Yeah, that sounds pretty... I think that's a good idea. <laughs> I think I only have, like, a slightly better chance than 99 does. I'm not sure Moth is super beefy, but I'm not super powerful. Oh, I have. My beefy's not bad, because I plus one beefied for some reason. Some reason. I don't remember. (laughs) She she beefed for plus one. Madame Pratoski is starting to come out of her, her tantrum. What what are we doing? Have we figured out why are we still in the ball? Oh my gosh. Actually, she would be a great asset because she's freaking out and her energy she would is. help us in like Okay. The crazier she is, the better. Alright. Well she's starting to come down a little bit. Do you wanna do you wanna you do, do it now? Rile her back up or You wanna yes. stoke that fire? I wanna st- <laughs> I wanna stoke the fire. How how are you gonna do that, Nighty Night? I am going to remind her how terrifying this situation is, and I'm going to panic, too, to induce more panic. <laughs> Give me a guile roll. Ooh. Seven. <laughs> it's all right. It beats her guile roll. She starts... <laughs> oh, my God. This is horrible. This and then is you're- really terrible. <laughs> this is horrible. Actually, take a, gr- take a point of grumps damage, because you've worked yourself up into a tizzy as well. I, I have a headache. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. All right. So you're both freaking out. <laughs> that's how. That's how. Oh my god! So I'm right gonna now. take my <laughs> pot off of my head mm-hmm. and my stick mm-hmm. and start pounding on the edge of the glass. Yes, the pot. Okay. Pound the pot. Jay is banging on the wall, and 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 nighty nighty kind of pushes Madame Bravatsky towards the glass, and and there I'm banging on the wall all three of you. I I need all three. (laughs) (laughs) Give me uh, muscly rolls, and tell you what. What is every for every point of ouchies you are willing to take? I will let you add one to that roll. 
Can I eat a cookie and add one? To yes, a- you can also do that too. Yes. Okay. I don't think anything's going to help me because I rolled a one and I've got a, it's a six. A so I've got a five plus a four is nine. Okay. All right. And Madam Bratbotsky got an Oh, eight. ten. Because I added a ten. plus one. I added a nice. cookie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to save us Madam all. Madam Bratbotsky got an eight. So between, Nighty Night is just, she's, she's basically a giant bug. There's not, there's not a lot of oomph there, but Jay is a, a, a magical thunder bird. And Madam Bratvatsky is a sturdy Eastern European girl of indeterminate origin. And between the two of you, the crystal ball starts to rock and it rolls slowly and then picks up speed over the edge of the crystal ball and thump. It hits the table and you all jostle and then continues to roll along the edge of the table. Oh, hold on. And you're all going with it closer and closer to the edge of the table. If you go all the way over the edge, I mean, that's a big fall. What are you going to do? You want to ride it out or or what are we doing? It's the ball is rolling close. And and the three of you are just getting thrown back and forth. I want to ride it out. I want to do it. Yeah. All right. Roller coaster. (laughs) (laughs) The ball goes over the edge. And for a moment, you're all floating (gasps) like like those fancy planes that they dive real quick and, and everyone feels like they're weightless. And then you all smack against the top of the ball as gravity catches up with you. And it flings down towards the ground. The ground gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. You have to brace for impact. Here it comes. Just a few more seconds and smash! The ball shatters into a thousand pieces. Glint of broken magic glass shattering, flying everywhere. Three of you all land in a pile together. Shards. Shards like sand, like a million stars of glass, just raining down from the heavens all around you. For some strange reason, none of you has been hurt by the fall. You were just too light to take the damage. But now all of this fallen glass is coming down from the sky. I'm going to spread my wings Mm -hmm. out over everybody and try to protect them as much as possible. Jay puts her mighty wings out and she stretches them as far as she can and kind of pulls an I am Groot as she saves everybody from the falling glass. And as you put your wings over everyone, Jay, nighty night, you and Madame Bravatsky huddle under them. You feel yourselves expanding and growing larger and everything else seems to shrink back down to regular size. And after a moment, you're back to your normal sizes, still not very big, but much bigger than you were before. And you stand amidst shards of broken glass in an empty room. Nighty night! It worked! It worked! It worked! I I feel so much better! That was amazing! You did it! We are not in the, we are not in the ball anymore! Madame Bratvatsky begins to go through all of her stuff, and you can see just... She, she's kind of making an inventory of all of her knickknacks and her curios. You can hear just heavy sighs every time she picks something up and realizes that the magic is gone. The world's shortest... Largest giant's pants are now just a pair of shorts for somebody a little taller than average. The magic tooth comb is just a toothbrush. She's just kind of, I must pick up the pieces and rebuild. There will still be plenty of children to 
fleece out of their cookies. But you two, you must go. Stop the dull ones. Do not let them turn my magic tarot seeing deck into Pokemon cards. Ugh, I don't even need a Charizard. Who needs a Charizard? She goes back to her mad rumblings and her future seeing. Back in the lab, Arkel and Leonard. The last place you haven't looked is a large cabinet uh, under heavy padlock. Meta has stopped scrolling through the game notes and has put his strange device back in his pocket. And he's just got his arms crossed. And every and he's kind of tapping his foot looking at the two of you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes, two of you. Locked cabinet. Missing boot. Yes, yes, I'm sure. You can put it together. Give it a shot. Time is of the essence. Can you give me a hand? Well, that are... Yeah, sure. What do you have in mind? I'll point to the padlock. I'm gonna disable that. Okay. Yes, how are you going to do that, Uncle? I'm gonna climb up there. How high is it? Is it within my oh. reach, or...? The top of it? The lock. Oh, the padlock? The cabinet's about seven feet tall, so it's about midway through. Yeah, it's probably about three and a half, four feet tall. You could probably reach it. I could probably. A little bit of a stretch for you, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm a pretty big kid. Mm -hmm. Big for my age, anyway. Big for your age, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How, like, is this to take a key or something, or does it take? Yeah, it's like like an old master lock. It takes a key, yeah. I want to get into my little science kit and pull out all my all the stuff that I've got, all the all right. nastiness, all the acids, and you know I'm using air quotes here, acids uh-huh, uh-huh. and, and, yeah, and yeah. chemicals and and bubble right. gum and things. The, the, the little bottles of of food coloring and water that you've just been collecting over the past yeah, couple. Yep, yeah, yeah, yep, all exactly. those things. Yep, yep, yep. And I'm gonna pour them in, and I'm going to mad scientist it up on. on my, there, there's a. They say there's a solvent you can make, and I'll just keep pouring things in, and you know, lightning mm-hmm. crackles in the background as my schemes <laughs> begin to hatch. What do you think? That's a brainy roll, maybe? I, it's a brainy roll. I'm gonna give you a plus one for your mad science. All right, all right. Yeah. Meanwhile, you hear meta magic in the background. Like, oh, this is a rule of cool game. Oh, hundred percent, and I just. Success, so it's gonna be a 12 total plus one. The mixture that Harkle has created is green and it glows ever so slightly and it bubbles and pops and smells like sulfur and butane. Uh, And you can feel it, Harkle starting to eat away the glass. That you've mixed it in. Ooh, this is this is a strong one. <laughs> Start pouring. Good it job. Lock. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get make, it make on you. Make me a nimble roll, Harkle. <laughs> Glad I got that random plus one to nimble. A seven total. You avoid splashing any on yourself, which is probably good. <laughs> Not only does it eat away the lock it eats away the door and it eats away the parts of the floor that it touches and you can see any any anywhere that this stuff splashes like you can see just a hole that just seems to keep going down 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 oops luckily there's not much of it left me 
You have completely dissolved not only the door and the lock, but the first three shelves inside the cabinet. Wipe them out. Yeah, I was going to make a move to grab it. Get that loot. <laughs> yeah, well, that was very nice of you sit in not to, to have you destroy the boot. That was very kind of him. Thanks, Mata. Yeah, well, that's what I'm here for. I'm trying to fix my universe just as much as yours. Young ladies from the, from the, from the other room, we're, we're going to go ahead and skip ahead a bit to where you get here as well. I hate repeating myself, and this is an important bit of exposition before the last episode. So, you two gentlemen, Frog Boy and Tongue Kid, your friends aren't dead. Hooray! Would you, would Bob's you not dead. Uh, no, no, no. Bob is definitely dead. No, I'm sorry. Oh. There's, there's nothing I can do about that. Oh. He didn't get caught up in the Deus Ex Machina that the other two did. So congratulations. You're all four back. Good. We can continue. All right. I don't want to have to repeat myself. Check my notes. Check my notes. Check my notes. I'm Meta Magic. I'm Sorcerer. Yes, I've, I've popped up in different games before. If you go back to listen to other seasons of Even Footing Games Presents, you'll, you'll recognize me. Great. All right. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay. Meta, I've heard of you. Yes, yes, I'm very popular. My, my brief appearance uh, in episode 19 of season one was much lauded. Anyway, let's continue here. All right. We are in St. Gwolgoths. Is this the right? Yes. Yes. And we have an eldritch creature attempting to tear down the barriers of reality. Okay. That explains why I'm here. It looks like the barriers of reality would also break down my barrier of reality. And what good is a character that can break the fourth wall when there is no fourth wall to break? So my existence is also at stake. Wonderful. So what do you kids know about the ritual? The bootening is what is what the sitter named it, which is, I'm sure, not his proudest moment. It's the most delicious boot. Yes, it's, it's covered in chocolate. Again, <laughs> delightful, whimsical. Do you understand why your boots cannot be combined? No. Okay. All right. All right. Let me go back. This was... Librarian episode. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. You're 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 young. I understand. Okay. So Stubby Wubby. Do we remember Stubby Wubby? Yes. Big foot with lots of little feet on the ends of his toes that turn into other little. Oh, oh. Toes. Yes. 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 Now we've got it. Now we've got it. Good. Good. Yes. 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 Now we're back on track. Good. Good. Remember, we don't want him getting his boots together because then he'll. Use them to trod through the gates of reality and, and, and rip a veil. And those two beings, the dull ones, the whole world will be like that. Meta. His yes. Name, his, his name is Stubby Wubby. His name is Stubby Wubby, yes. I'm, I'm sure that was also something that seemed like a good idea at the time. He's all, in retrospect, is not as. He's all toes. <laughs> 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 right now you kids are relatively safe 
You are in a whimsical, family-oriented fantasy game. Nothing is going to happen to you. I feel like there's a but. There is always a but. Well, this time there's a but. Normally there's not a but. Normally you're fine. But if Stubby Wubby breaks through, who knows what sort of weird, fascisty, space marine, grim, dark nonsense game is going to start pouring into your world. Oh, I found fun. And then, well, sure, but you being adorable children won't necessarily have the protection of a whimsical child's game. Do you understand? (sighs) Don't worry about it. It's not important. This is really more for the audience as a bit of post-post-post-modernism that the sitter is obviously using as a means to narrate. Uh, I don't know, show how clever he thinks he is. Yes, it's it's all very nonsensical. The point oh, is... Sitters always think they're smart. Oh, and this one in particular <laughs> is downright... Quite a rube. Uh, irredeemable in his egotism. I'm capital C clever. He pats him, He literally pats himself on the back while he's riding. It's ridiculous. If the two dull ones get those boots together, the booting occurs, and everything is kaputski for you. But there is a counter-ritual, because there's always a counter-ritual, called the unlacening. <gasps> oh. oh! Not the unbuttoning? No, the unlacening. Sounds complicated. Guess what yeah, you are do? they double knotted? I'm not good at double knots. Well, I can only provide unnecessary exposition and colorful commentary. My hands are tied. I like Velcro shoes. Velcro would be great. Let me check. No, they're tied. Sorry. You can't commence the unlacening, though until both of the boots are in proximity. So unfortunately, you're going to have to let the dull ones get close. Wait, 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 wait. You just said not to put them together. Uh, Right. Yes, I did. But as with anything, this needs to be unnecessarily difficult and add an air of of urgency to it. I licked the window earlier. You did lick the window. I left uh, I, I saw that. And let's go ahead and say, oh, for the sake of a callback, that your friends were able to find out where you were by following the, 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 the slime trails of your tongue. How about that? That's fun. That's, that's, that's a fun little bit yes. of something. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's a fun little bit. Okay, great. I'm writing that in the notes. We're throwing it in. You'll be doing the unlacening. Yes. To save your universe and protect the veil? Yup. They'll be doing the bootening to tear down the veil. And I will be in the middle, watching and hoping that things go my way. Uh, and that all sounds like quite the <laughs> clash of, conclu- uh, of perhaps multiple storylines that are all coming to a head in one final episode that will most likely take place in two weeks and that's where we're going to end it tonight kids we're going to come back for the season finale will our toddlers be able to stop the bootening or will I just paint myself into yet another corner Charles? Yes Helena? 
What's a metaphysics lab? Huh, I'm not sure. But the moment we'd stepped in front of the doorway, the boot stopped moving. Oh, that's a good sign then. This must be where we're supposed to complete the bootening. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Nervous? A bit, yes. You? Nah, I do this sort of thing every day. Oh, really? The only thing I see you do every day is break wind and try to blame it on the dog. <laughs> he always looks so confused. Seriously, though, this feels more real than, well, almost anything I've ever done. It feels... heavy. Yes, I feel it too. Like the air is charged with static electricity. But like if that static electricity were really anxious about something. Yes, yes, that's it. It's like heavy, anxious static electricity. Well, we have a chocolate-covered boot, a mysterious spellbook, and $276 worth of mid-level audio equipment. Shall we? The neo-pagan wine mums will love it. Thanks for listening to another episode of Evenfooting Games Presents. You can find us at Evenfooting Games on Instagram and TikTok, and Evenfooting G on Twitter. Starring Ashley Arbizer as Nighty Night the Moth Girl, Jason Cassidy as The Sitter, Steve Easton as Leonard the Frogman, Carrie Hunter as Jay the Thunderhawk, Jimmy St. James as Harkle the Snallygaster, Hannah Davies as Helena Skyfall Ravenbush, and Chaz Swan as Charles Benning Ford III. If you want to play your own game of babies and broadswords, you can find the book with all the rules and Crawl of Cthulhu on Amazon and DriveThruRPG or from your local bookseller. A huge thank you to all of our patrons. Rick, Tommy, Alex, Gina, Marilise, Robin, Jim, Debbie, Kathy and Ryan. Each one of them is exceedingly talented and attractive. <laughs>